Hey, we're back with the Creative Marriage Podcast here on the XO Marriage Platform, and we're so glad that you're here. We're talking about how to have a creative marriage, keeping your marriage alive and the love fresh no matter what life throws at you. And this is a continuation of our last podcast, which we talked about kids keeping intimacy at a distance successfully. And to do that, you got to travel through uh, different towns. You got to you got to go the distance That's as you right. travel through these towns, whether it's Waze or Google Maps or Apple's map, Apple Maps, or or you're talking to Siri, you get mad at her because she tells you to turn too too early, or the blue line is all messed up. But but hey, God has given us Lisa our priorities for life, for marriage, and you made up a word priorities because. You shouldn't really discuss what your priorities should be because they've been set in stone. God, marriage, kids, work. Yeah. Yeah. And you pray those out. Yeah. Pray those out as you live those out. If you pray them out, you'll live them out and you'll have the right priority. So what we talked about last time was giving our children the proper amount of attention balancing the attention that we need to give to our spouse versus the attention that we give to our children. Too often we have the roles reversed. We give more attention to our children, more time, more energy, more effort, and we don't give that same or great attention to our spouse. What it is is kid CEO. We have given the CEO position to our kids. They're in the corner office. They have the parties and the perks and the the jets and, 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 and the expense accounts. And, and moms and dads, we're out there uh, uh, working for them. And, and slowly but surely, we begin to revolve our lives around them. We're like the moon that revolves around the earth, the earth being the kids and parents. We're the moon. Hey, let me give you an example. Okay. Let's just say you're you're hearing us talk about date night, mate night. You're yeah, hearing date us. Night, yes. You're hearing us talk about the importance of a date, and you're like, oh man, uh, the kids have soccer on Monday, and then there's piano on Tuesday, and then there's this on Wednesday, and then we have uh, oh Thursdays the parent teacher meetings, and you know that Friday Friday night's family night, and uh, Saturday well there's soccer games all day. We're just exhausted, and all of a sudden you look at your schedule. And your priorities of keeping your marriage first is not evident in your your, your calendar. Don't match the priorities. Yes, yeah, so you've got to take a long, hard look at what you're giving your attention to, because that is very telling um, as far as how your marriage will go, and, and telling in in that you might be revolving your lives yes. around your children versus your spouse. Your that spa- be great homework too, Lisa. Write God's priorities in one column, write your commitments in another, because so often we're overly committed, overly stimulated, and over the top. And it's not about what God wants us to be about. So the marriage is the main thing. We love our kids. We would give our lives for our children. They are so, they're gifts from God. But the devil always wants to counterfeit the gift. And in that counterfeit, he's telling us that the kids are the main thing. You focus your life on the kids. It's all about the kids. And the marriage takes second place. And that's not the priority that God has placed. We need to lean into what God says about our marriage, what God says about our family, because we're talking about um, our families can be difference makers in the world. So we're, we're following God's, God's uh, map. Yeah. So, so the two first of the destination des- yeah. what that, the- that we've traveled through, yeah. 
we, we talked about it last time is attentionville. Yes, you can give your kids too much attention, like oxygen. You can give too much oxygen and you'll pass away. So too much of a good thing can be can be. And then we had another destination, Night Nightville, which yeah. was talking about putting your kids to bed at a reasonable hour, Let's making all sure go you to have Night a Nightville. schedule. Then we will get very still. Let's all go to Night Nightville. That's good. That's what I sing to our kids and our grandkids. That's so good. I can't believe I'm a grandfather. I really can't. People say, you're a grandfather. I'm like, you got the wrong guy. But I am. That's the way life happens. Same way when we got married. I'm married. That's right. You know, it I think the, guys it was the best, struggle with that or think that more than more than women. It was the best realization you've ever had, right? No doubt. Yeah, that's it. So the next one was Night Nightville, talking about having mm -hmm. a schedule for your kids and having um, time for your spouse. So what's the next The third one is Datesville or Dateville. It should be Datesville, I, should, I would say, because anyway, Dateville. Uh, it's, it's vital that, that we have time with our spouse, just the two. I mean, husband and wife. Double dating, I say this all the time, is not a date night. That went out with a junior-senior prom. I'm not saying you shouldn't do things with friends. I am saying, though, the date night is just you and your spouse. When our children were young, we established a date night, and it was a game-changer for our relationship. But it was one of the hardest things Oh, it was. To do because there was so task. much yes. preparation involved. Sometimes it was more, I remember, we, I remember we would say, it's almost like more work just to get, get out, out of the, the house, house than the whole, you know. Yeah, it like, was a lot like, of work. Now we you like, ask, yeah. you might be saying, well, what? I mean, how hard could it be? Okay, I'll just tell you how hard it could be. We had a seven-year-old who our daughter who felt like she was running the world mm -hmm. and um, she wasn't running the world, but she had a very strong personality, had a lot of uh, input on what she thought we should be doing and not doing. Then she had, we had um, our son EJ who was three, there was four years age difference and EJ is the most easygoing. He was just, I mean, really wasn't he? Yep. just easy. Then you throw in newborn twins, twin daughters. And, I mean, just twins in and of itself, but this was the catch for me, or clincher, whatever you say. Both of the twins were on different formula. Mm. One of them had an allergy and had to be on one formula, which was very expensive. So I didn't just put the other twin on it because it was like, no, I'm not paying double for that. Anyway, all that's about the budget. But you talk about labeling bottles, having, you know, things prepared. I had to label their outfits so that the babysitter would know one from the other. We couldn't just have one babysitter. We had to have sometimes yeah. two and babysitters. See, two, our, our parents were not even uh, our, in, in My the, mom and dad didn't live close. Yeah. Ed's parents yeah. lived um, out of town. So it wasn't like we could call um, Mimi and Goosey or uh, Grandmama and Papa. It was... On us. Mm -hmm. And we had to say, okay, it is going to cost us something. It's going to cost us money for a babysitter. It's going to cost us work getting everything prepared for yeah. the sitter. It's going to cost us 
telling our children, you're going to have a sitter tonight. And even if they're not happy saying, guess what, this is what's going to happen. And sometimes they might even cry right when we're leaving the house. But we had another song for that. Yeah. My mommy comes back. She mm. always comes back to get, get me. me. Yeah. My daddy comes back. My daddy always comes back to get me. I mean, song. we just had songs for everything. Really so, yeah. So, but, but the point very, being, very it was important. not easy, but it was so worth it. And it wouldn't seem worth it right at first. Like when we'd get That's out of the right. house, it would be like, oh my gosh, I'm just too tired to even go to the movies. I'm too tired to have but dinner. But you're whatever. showing them. So you're showing your kids your priorities. You're yes. showing them the marriage is above them and they're going to cry and whine, but I would rather have them cry and whine a little bit now than to really cry and whine when you have marital turmoil. And you may be in that stage that I just described where you're trying to get out of the house and all the work and the money and the blah, blah, blah. We are way beyond that. In fact, now our children are grown, married. They have children of their own. And they are doing the exact same thing that we did. And we didn't do it perfectly, Mm -hmm. but we did do it with intentionality. Some say... We can't afford it. I say you can't afford not, not to. to. And you have to do it. And getting, I call it the oasis in the middle of the desert. It is the best thing that can Whoa. happen is Dateville. Yes. And then there's some extra credit under Dateville. Sometimes we we get asked this question or people would say, yeah, well, you know, our kids sleep with us. Yeah. I, that's a hot topic. Yes, it is. And a lot of parents do that. I I'll think just, they're making, I mean, for, for me, my opinion, even biblical, I would say they're making mistakes when they do that. So this th- that would be our, our personal That's stance my personal on stance. that. I mean, I'm not... Ed and know. I taught our children that the our master bedroom was a, was a sanctuary for us, that it was about he and I. And they had their bedrooms. If they had a bad dream, they might come to our room in the middle yeah. of the night and I would take them back to their bed or you would take them back to their bed, pray with them, um, which demonstrated our dependence upon God for our security and safety. We lean into the Lord in all situations. And then we would go back to bed. We would train them that this is your room. We have our room. That's mm-hmm. our space. This is your space. And that's just how we parented. Mm-hmm. I've, I, strongly suggest that. I mean, it's intimacy is a little iffy when you have your child sleep with you. I mean, yeah, there's I mean, other ways yeah. to work around that, but it's not easy. So no. that's just extra credit. Just, yeah. Oh. Extra credit. Anyway, Here, where's another destination? We go from Dateville home to Activityville. We love those ECAs, extracurricular activities. Whew. We... As a culture, I mean, we we are ODing yep. on ECAs. Yeah. And I don't know what it is if we think that our children will be, um, I don't know, ill-equipped if they don't get to seize every opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just because opportunities are presented does not mean you need to say yes to them. That's the same as adults. Ed and I have opportunities presented to us all the time, and we pray about them. We look at how it fits into our purpose for life, into our schedule, and we say no a lot. You have to say no, 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 because a bigger yes. So again, you say no, 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 because of a bigger yes. 
And we have to do that for our children and as well. The older you get, the older your kids get, the more no 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 you have to say. If you're not careful, the ECAs, those extracurricular activities, will squeeze out the time mm-hmm. that you need for a lot of the other priorities that God has for, example, for your life. Matthew six thirty three, this is uh a verse about priorities. And again, we, we are in the position to do the priority. We just pray the priorities of God out. Matthew six thirty three. Jesus said, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew six thirty three could be a grid, a template, if you will. Can you keep pace, mom and dad, with all of these ECAs, all of these activities, and still be a Matthew 33 family. Yeah, a Matthew 633. Because Did I say Matthew 633? Well, you said Matthew. You just said a Matthew 33. I'm sorry, but Matthew I'm, 633. I'm adding the, the okay. six. <laughs> but Did you say sex? No, oh, six. Well, I said six. Okay. I, I said didn't know six. what she said. It's just okay. one letter apart. Yes. But so... As you pray through your priorities, as you pray through what God wants you to be doing with your time, think about those ECAs. Your child does not need to be involved in every activity that is presented to them. Now, maybe you're saying to yourself, oh, wow, I think I live in a kid-centric family. I think my husband and I have been kid-centric rather than spouse centric. Yeah. Today is the day. We were in that position before. That's right. Today's the day. Today's the day. It's the day to change and to make your spouse the priority. We love our children, would give our lives for our children. That's right. But they will become the men and women that God wants them to be when they see the right priorities in our relationship. Woo, I love it. Thanks for watching. Subscribe and leave us a massive five-star review. Remember our book, The Creative Marriage, Keeping the Art of Love Alive. It's by Ed and Lisa Young. We'll see you next time on the XO Platform for The Creative Marriage Podcast.